Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast. I'm Guy Swindles and this week we're in South Africa. More specifically, the Sahara Park, Willowmore Cricket Stadium. And magnificent it is too, in an understated sort of way, but a good place for the team to start their warm-ups. We've got a two-day match against the South African Invitational Eleven, and then a three-day first-class match against uh, South African A-Team. So plenty to enjoy and plenty to ask England cricket coach Chris Silverwood. Chris, uh, well, here we are in South Africa. Um, but it was interesting events last night. We'd better start with that. Uh, sports personality of the year and uh, a bit of a clean sweep for England. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's fantastic to see and everybody watched it. Uh, you know, I mean, to see Ben get the credit that he deserves there is fantastic, as well as seeing the team get the recognition they deserve as well. Uh, as Owen said in the interview, uh, it's been four years of the making and to get there and to do it, uh, well, still, I still get goosebumps now. It's fantastic. So, I mean, well done to everybody involved, really. Um, any pressure now on you to kind of keep the cricket bubble going? <laughs> I suppose there's a little bit, but that's a gig, isn't it? Uh, no, I mean, obviously Trev did a great job uh, with the one days and everything. It is, I mean, but Morgs leads very well from the front in the, in the white ball cricket, and it'll be as much giving him support as I've spoken about before. Uh, he will keep driving that and me helping him to do that. And in the test cricket, you know what I mean, we are working on ways of pushing ourselves forward as well, and, you know I mean, that will come. Let's turn now to the Test cricket because obviously that's what we're here yep. first for in, in South Africa. We've got a warm-up game, a couple of warm-up games first. Thoughts ahead of those? Yeah, I mean, it's, we're going to follow a similar sort of format to I mean, how it panned out in New Zealand. We've got a two-day game and obviously a three-day first-class game. Uh, so most people are going to go in the two-day game. Obviously, we'll start refining it down again. Uh, in the first class match but I mean it's been fantastic prep so far we've been looked after very well uh, it's a fantastic country to, to tour as well uh, I mean I've got a lot of good memories here as a as a player as you know, I mean from a youngster playing club cricket here to playing test cricket but it's uh, and a lot of the guys have got great memories of performing well here as well so we'll be calling on that but uh, yeah looking forward to getting stuck in there um, 
obviously with the squad announcement, it was almost the guys who came back into the squad that made the biggest news. Thoughts possibly on Johnny Bairstow after missing New Zealand, coming back very quickly indeed. He is. I mean, he's worked very hard as well. I mean, behind the scenes, obviously he stayed with us for an extended period in New Zealand, worked very hard in the nets there. He went out to Potterstrom and then down to Cape Town to work with a squad that was out there. Uh, all the feedback has been fantastic. He looks lean and mean from a physical point of view. Um, so he's done his work, so he deserves to be back here. And Jimmy Anderson, that's a major plus to have back in the, in the bowling lineup. Absolutely. Uh, it's also nice to have uh, Jimmy in that dressing room with you. But he, again, you know what I mean, he, he looks, he's in fantastic physical condition and watching him bowl in the nets yesterday, he looks like the rhythm's there, he looks strong. Uh, and he was doing what Jimmy does with the ball. And is it good to have, he's a leader, one of the more experienced guys, is that something that's important for the team and the squad at the moment? Absolutely. I mean, firstly, I mean, him as a player, he, he gets wickets, doesn't he? I mean, it's you don't get to where he has without being very, very good. But to have him and Broad in the, in the side as well, to be honest, I mean, we've got what, a thousand test wickets. So it's a lot of experience there that he can, or both of them can then pass on to the rest of the bowlers. And they have been already. And that's one of the great things that the two of them have been doing is they have been leading. They've been talking to everyone and passing on their knowledge, which is fantastic. Now, South Africa, obviously, they've had some well-publicised problems off the field. How, what do you make of their preparation coming into this one? Well, it's not to do with me, really. Uh, it's, listen, it's, I don't think it's my place to, to, to comment on what's going on in other countries, to be honest. So, I mean, I'll respectfully stay away from that. Very fair and quite rightly done. Um, uh, but given the people who will turn out and play, what do you make of after Plessy's team? I think, you know, I mean, I've just said that you know, South Africa is a very proud nation. Uh, I expect them to come out fighting and come out playing hard cricket, uh, which is something we're looking forward to, to be honest. Uh, it usually is a, you know, a hard-fought contest here, and that's what I expect to get. Final one from me. Um, Darren Goff of yeah. Talk Sports Shores came out and, and was your fast bowling coach in New Zealand. Um, how, how did that go? He was fantastic. Uh, obviously, I enjoy him around because he's a mate of mine. Uh, but I think the knowledge, the energy in particular that he brought, and just his character in the dressing room lifted everybody. Uh, you know, I mean, especially for I mean, Saki Mahmood and people like that. And he, he worked quite closely with Wokes as well, just picking his brains. I mean, how did he do things? How did he get the, you know, I mean, the cooker of the ball moving? Um, and a lot of the skills that he had back then are still very relevant today. So to have him on board, and like I said, to bring that energy was, was super. Well, we were hoping for something slightly ruder, but that's brilliant. We'll let Goffey know. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Cheers. Well, thanks, Chris. Joined now by uh, Rory Dollard. And uh, Rory, um, what did you make of, of, of Chris's first press conference in South Africa? Well, he, he always presents very nicely, doesn't he, Chris Silver? He's a, he's a, a happy face. He's not, we've had a few sullen faces with England over the years, haven't we? And he's certainly not one of them. But, you know, I think, I think we can get the message beneath that. He, after New Zealand... You know the the mantle is on the the heavy wears the crown and all that and and he's a guy who's looking for a good result out here he's uh, and that's what he'll be demanding he's desperate to to use these five days of warm up cricket that we've got ahead of us before the Boxing Day Test to the absolute maximum and uh, he's desperate to to put a result on the board out here I think yeah and it was interesting perhaps after we'd finished speaking to him he turned around and said I really want to hit the ground running here I this is high intensity now because we've got to go into that first test cooked rather than the undercooked we've seen recently yeah that's right he seemed to be keen to stress that I mean in various tours over the past that I've been on we've had games where England have actually I'm thinking in the West Indies England have parachuted a couple of their own players into the opposition team and it's all been a little bit it's all been a little bit sort of benefit match stuff and 
as we've seen too often, I'm afraid, with England, the first test often shows up the, the wisdom of, of not having a really high-intensity warm-up. If we're to believe what, what Chris has said, first game is going to be a, sort of a little bit of a mix-and-match in terms of the playing 11-stroke-15, 11 depending how many they're going to throw on the pitch eventually. But that second match will be first-class, three days. And I think the message to the England team, by the sounds of it, is be up and at them and, and be ready to be at your best. Because I'm not sure they'll get selected if they're not. Absolutely. And, and it, it's, he's obviously looking at pace attack. And there are so many options in this squad. So, really, you have got to put your hand up and be counted at this stage. Yeah, I mean, it would be a really, really interesting question, wouldn't it, if Mark Wood was fit? He, he's out here and the word is he's not really fit yet for selection, but they're hoping maybe Test 3, Test 4, he might be. But, crikey, if he was pushing and, and hitting his straps from... A lot of people have forgotten it because we've so much as so much water under the bridge. But in his last Test match in St. Lucia, he was man of the match and bowled an absolutely unforgettable spell. So you've got Mark Wood, Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad. There's a thousand wickets to talk about. You've got Joffrey Archer and everyone else besides. So yeah, there's there's questions. Yeah, Wokes and Curran, who would walk into who, most, who open the ball in as a, as a rule whenever they get their hands on a, on a ball. So uh, the one thing you would say, I suppose, is that if anyone's got that call to make. You got a guy who used to bowl 90 miles an hour and uh, made a career out of it. So if anyone's got the decision to make, Chris Silverwood's probably <laughs> as good as anyone. So usually we don't. You're right. They're a bit comedy these things. I take it you're looking forward to the next five days of cricket. Yeah, it should be fun. Usually at a warm-up match, there's usually you get some form of wildlife on the pitch, don't you? It's uh, it's sort of a, a bingo card as to see what, <laughs> what what you can get. But yeah, and also it's uh, usually get the working out who's on the pitch and who's under the catches because they they sub on and off. Uh, some regularity it's, I should say because I left uh, Leeds 24 hours ago in snow and I built a snowman before I left and it's red hot here now so the guys will be they'll be they'll be sweating a bit no doubt so I know your listeners probably don't want to hear that uh, back home but yeah it'll be it'll be a warm one so they'll be they'll be on and off no doubt well enjoy the shivering back home uh, Rory's snowman we understand is still standing Rory so are you thanks for joining us I know you only arrived this morning bless you we'll be talking soon well, that's it from the following on podcast today. Sam Ellard and I are back to the hotel now for chicken and mayonnaise sandwiches, I understand, are on the menu for today. We'll be back again tomorrow where we'll be rounding up day one of the first warm-up match of England's tour of South Africa. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 